0: Hello, guys. This is Misty, and this is Vision Through the Mist. Um, Today, I'm going to talk about autism a little bit. Um, I've said before that my son has autism. He is now 15 years old, and in some ways, he's like your average 15-year-old know-it-all, messy, disorganized. Um, doesn't plan a step ahead of today Um, but in other ways he's more like a nine or ten year old with his thinking how he gets stuck on something Um, we had some issues with some flooring we put down and i kept saying that we needed to get some sort of glue to keep it to the floor and he got all stuck on the fact that it wouldn't stay and just shut down and he didn't want to hear reason that we could fix it and he just gets really um stuck and he had a speech therapist that would call it rock brain because he just can't get past what happened and move on and that's something he really struggles with and that's something that someone who does not know him very well would not even notice so um but another thing is so i had a situation recently where I was speaking to a lady who had a relative with autism, and she said her relative had Asperger's, which is what my son was initially diagnosed with, but they don't call it that anymore. Autism is just autism now, and in some ways, I'm glad because I remember people used to say, my kid has Asperger's. They don't have autism, and people didn't know that Asperger's was a form of autism, so that might have been why one of the reasons they decided to call it all autism but she was like well that's the best of the best and i i just was like huh the best of the best i mean don't get me wrong i do not think my son is in the worst shape of any kid or even in the best shape of any kid i don't think of it like that it just is what it is they all have their struggles i can imagine it would be very challenging to have a child that was nonverbal but It is also challenging to have a child who's talking back and questioning everything and who does not have the maturity of children his age. And so he's got 15-year-old attitude and 15-year-old hormones with 9-year-old mentality, and that can be very challenging. And, you know, if you have a child who is not potty trained at 15, which I do not, but some kids on the spectrum are like that, I could imagine that would be challenging. I mean, it's all challenging. I wouldn't call anything the best of the best or the worst of the worst. It it just is what it is. And I know I don't look at it the same way that everyone else does. Um, in this situation recently, this child had eloped from a situation and there had to be a search and you know, I do think, oh, thank goodness my child doesn't do that, but it brought me back to some times when my child could have ran away. Um, He would leave when he got frustrated or upset or if someone upset him, and that could be very scary. Fortunately, he never left the premises or anything or even got lost or made anybody worried, but it was very scary for me. Um, The first time it happened, I think he was around seven, and we were in a homeschool co-op, which is a place where homeschoolers take classes. They're usually taught by parents, and the classes change every hour, every hour and a half. You know, you go from class to class, even the kindergartners, and I would walk him to his classes and get him settled in and then I would go volunteer in another class or teach a class or hang out with other parents you know I'd drop him off and pick him up and um, he had been going to the co-op for at least a year and he had been to another co-op before that but I can't even remember what happened but something happened and he he got upset and he left class and the teacher did not even know noticed that he left, um, or acknowledged, I don't know if she thought maybe he went somewhere that he was supposed to go, and he found me in the building, so it wasn't a huge deal, but that was scary, and I had a great occupational therapist who, worked with us and talked us through it and helped me. She was also a homeschool mom. So she really was really good about helping us with that situation. And it happened two or three times at that co-op. And then when he was nine, he went to another co-op and he was in a Legos class and the kids had to work together and had to be in teams. And sometimes for kids with autism, that's very difficult. And he would get upset. And again, he would leave class and the same thing the teacher did not realize he had left and this was going on on a regular basis to the point where I had to just stand outside the class or sit outside the door to make sure he didn't get upset over anything and finally I talked to the teacher about it and said he was getting upset and leaving class and so after that semester I didn't sign him up for that class anymore and you know she was telling me I could have put him with a younger age group where he could work on his own projects, and not had to share, and yeah, I guess I could have tried to make it work, but I just didn't think it was worth it for a Lego class, Um, and then the biggest thing, when he was nine, another situation, we were at church, and a Sunday school teacher was not very kind to my child, and um, she sent him somewhere else. She felt like he needed to be in another class, and um, he left then, and he came and found me in my Sunday school class, and I, I didn't even let him go to Sunday school for over a year after that, because I was so upset that, and that I tried to talk to the teacher about what had happened, and she thought it was funny, and said, well, he just got mad, and I'm like, you know, we were on a highway, he could have went out the door, I mean, and so, those are the only times that my child has ever left the premises or the area or anything like that and I mean those times were scary because I knew of situations where kids got lost and went down the highway and went out of town and so I knew it could have been worse and so I can't imagine dealing with something as traumatic as a child getting lost in the woods or the highway or in the neighborhood you know when my child just left the room and I was a little scared um and people didn't take it seriously, but I mean, I, I luckily was able to get some, uh, the speech and occupational therapist working with us, and it wasn't a huge deal, and we were able to figure it out, and I mean, even, I think a year ago, my son got sent to the wrong class at co-op, and I had went outside, and was sitting in the parking lot, talking to someone in the car, and he left co-op, he walked out the door, and I don't know if someone told him I was outside, I think they did, but he was in a panic just because they sent him to the wrong class, and, you know, this was, you know, 14, or 13, 14, yeah, he was 14 then, so, I mean, that wasn't that long ago, so, I mean, these things happen, and people just don't realize that autism is a spectrum, and just because your kid seems okay to someone who sees them once a week, or you know, five minutes every day doesn't mean they're okay. And people don't take things seriously. And, you know, my son does have issues and I'm proud of all the improvement he's made and the steps he's accomplished, but he does have issues and they are serious. And, you know, and I don't know what the future will hold. I don't know if he'll be able to get his own place. I know he can obviously work a part-time job and, Luckily, everything he's done so far has been on his own, a very small scale, working for friends. But I don't know if he could go work at a grocery store or a movie theater. I just don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if he's going to have to have a roommate to help him out. I mean, he's doing a little better with his money, but I just don't know. And people don't realize that autism is real. It's different. It's a spectrum. Different kids struggle with different things. It's challenging for every parent, especially a single parent. Especially parents who have other kids, which I don't. So, I mean, I could spend all my time working on him and I was just talking to a friend, um, just a while ago about something and I said, Oh, I was so in mom mode, I don't even know what was going on during that time. I was so focused on my child and therapy and this and that. I don't even know, you know, social stuff. Like I don't even know, you know, when up until the last couple of years, the last time I went out somewhere without my son or without thinking about my son or dealing with something I remember one time I was going to a Kenny Chesney concert and I love Kenny Chesney and that day my son had had a terrible day and it's not just oh mom's going to this Kenny Chesney concert you're gonna you know do something boring I had a fun weekend planned for him and he was really excited but he totally messed up totally messed up, and lied, and didn't do some stuff, and I had to punish him, and, oh, it was just so frustrating that it took hours to calm down and just enjoy my time at the concert, so, I mean, even when I did get to do something fun, it was always a shadow of something my child had done, so, yeah, it. I mean, it. it's a lot. Autism is a lot. You don't have, you know, I get so tired of, you know, me with not being able to see. Can't your son help you with that? No, my son has a hard time helping himself with things, you know. Just today, um, he had moved the dog chain to a part of the fence, and I couldn't find it. And he didn't tell me he moved it. And I, I kept saying, I can't find it. Did you move it? And, of course, with the ADD and the autism, he forgot that he moved it. And then when he went out there, he was like... Oh, you know, but he wants to be defensive. He's very defensive about things. So it's like I spent days looking for something and there it was because he moved it and didn't tell me or he forgot or he put it somewhere or he can't remember when he does things. And so it's a lot. And he, you know, he gets very defensive over every mistake. Like anytime you say, hey, did you forget to do that? No, I didn't do, you know. So it's, it's like micromanaging. It's very mentally tiring for me because I've got to. Make sure I'm doing everything on my own. And then I've got to micromanage him brushing his teeth and getting dressed appropriately and showering and doing schoolwork and putting on the right shoes and putting things away. And, I mean, there's been times that he's left food out or he's not covered up food or he's just laid a cup down that had drink in it. So, I mean, it's very mentally exhausting. And so when someone says something like, oh, he doesn't have autism or he's the best of the best, you're like, what? You can you can live my life and figure all this out because you know, it's like I told someone um yesterday, I said, I don't have all the answers. He was diagnosed eleven years ago and I'm not even anywhere halfway near having all the answers or figuring everything out. I know His speech therapist um, that he had had kids on the spectrum, and I would just go and say, what do I do about this? This is so difficult. And she sometimes would have answers and sometimes not, and it was just nice to know I wasn't alone. So definitely reach out to your tribe, and it might be people who don't have kids on the spectrum because sometimes they can be a little more objective and have a little more patience and a little more time to help and you know sometimes they can be helpful if they'll listen and observe they can learn a lot just from being around your child I've learned that so have a great day